Book Club members. I'm Kate. And I'm Ariana. And welcome back to another mini-sode for the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. This is the, ep- the mini-sodes are where we kind of just like sit back, drink a cup of coffee, um, gossip about things. But Ariana's <laughs> in charge today, so we'll be gossiping about science. We'll have some science gossip. That's my guess. Am I right? Uh, History. No. <laughs> literature. <laughs> art. No. I'm going to tell you no. a, a, a ghost story. <gasps> it's ghost story time? Mm-hmm. You threw me. Is it like an actual ghost story? No, it's more like an urban legend, <gasps> folklore. That's my shit. That's my shit. Yes. Yes. We are here for your ghost story, Ariana. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. So as some of you guys know, I guess I've mentioned it before. I am 50% Mexican. So Exactly 5-0. Five zero percent. My dad's Mexican. My mom is white. And over the holiday, I did get a chance to go visit my Mexican family in L.A., which I rarely get to do because I live in Philly. That's so nice. While I was visiting, I was surrounded by my culture and I was reminded that I'm actually not fully white. (laughs) (laughs) No, you definitely are not. You just did you just figure this out? I just figured it out. Yes. Oh, how fun for you. (laughs) I know. So here is a Mexican urban legend. Culture! Yay! Have you heard of La Llorona? Wait, isn't that a movie? It is a movie. There's many movies about it. I don't know anything about it. Great. It's based on a Mexican urban legend. I didn't know that. I guess it makes sense. Wait, how do you say it? Because I feel like every time, the only thing I know about it is from like television ads or like YouTube ads. And it's like, La Llorona. (laughs) And apparently they're saying it wrong, so... It's a double L at the beginning, so it's a, mm-hmm. a Y sound instead of an L. So it's la, meaning the, and yerona, which means yerona. weeping woman. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> scary. <laughs> what a scary word. <laughs> oh, my. It's cool. La yerona. It's a story, and it's really depending on who's telling it, how it kind of goes, but the folktale originated hundreds of years ago during the colonial era. Um, And in some stories, the woman is an indigenous woman who is with a Spanish conquistador. And in other versions, she's a woman named Maria, who's married to a wealthy man. And Maria and her husband have two children together. Where did you hear this? Who told you this story? I'll get there. (laughs) How I learned about it. But it's it's super common in Mexican culture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Um, it's it's a woman. Maybe her name's Maria. Yeah, her name's Maria. She has a wealthy husband. She has two kids with him. And they hit a rough patch. Oh, no. See? (laughs) And they just bought a house and they're moving in. They hit a rough patch. Guess what happens? All the kids die. Probably. Yeah. Her husband cheats on her. (gasps) So her husband's cheating and she catches him in the act. Oh, no. And she's really, really upset. And she flies into a rage. And in a fit of passion, she brings their two kids to a river and drowns them. Oh, my God. And then she immediately regrets it. And she cries out, I, mis hijos, which means, oh, my children, which is like her catchphrase. And she says that all the time. I, mis, wait, what was it? It's I, mis hijos. I, mis hijos. Yeah. Oh, my children. Oh, my children. <laughs> I love that this is the Spanish that I'm learning. <laughs> I took French for three years. You're like, I didn't learn any I of that. I know how to say the weeping woman. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm gonna be like, do you guys need a translator in this exam room? Because like I speak some Spanish. <laughs> if you said this to a Hispanic family, they'd be like, 
<laughs> terrified. I did. I learned some Spanish when I was working at a clinic that had a lot of Spanish clientele, and we had some um, Spanish-speaking nurses and I was and I had my I have my Rosetta Stone and so I, I was learning Spanish and I was like learning like small phrases and I I don't, I don't remember how to say them and I have to go back and learn them but I was like how do I say that's such a cute dog oh <laughs> like I, I learned like what a good boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I learned like what a good boy what a good girl and I, sh- I shouldn't have done that I was definitely like showing off and like trying to like make them feel welcome uh, and then they just started talking to me in Spanish yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I know how to say pen and what a good dog <laughs> Una vacuna, I think that's vaccine. It's female, and that's all I know. So, <laughs> is the vaccine female? <laughs> yeah, the vaccine is always female. I'm just glad I'm really okay. rounding out my Spanish language. Is all I'm saying. Just really, I love it. Adding some very important phrases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, obviously with the last name Lopez, and I don't look 100% Hispanic, but I definitely look a little. You're bit. definitely, yeah. You definitely look Hispanic. Yeah. Now that I've like bleached my hair, I don't look as Hispanic, but. Um, I'll come into the exam room and be like, oh, my name's Dr. Lopez. And they'll immediately start talking to me in Spanish. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I am a terrible person who's not in touch with my culture. And I'm sorry, but I don't speak Spanish. And then we have to get some other person to translate. And I feel like an asshole. Oh, my God. Well, we, we should we should learn. I have my Rosetta Stone and I don't have anyone to I've practice with. trying to learn for so long. The thing is, is you need to practice with someone. Yeah. And I try to practice with my dad, but he's so um, advanced. He, it's not even that he's advanced. It's like he grew up speaking Spanish. He still is like fully fluent, but he doesn't practice all the time. And his Spanish is like Mexican Spanglish, basically. Oh, love it. And so it's not 100% Spanish. Like when I was on um, like Duolingo and I'd text him and be like, oh, I learned this word today. He'd be like, I don't even know what that word is. Like, Oh! <laughs> so it's complex. I mean, it's like a language is hard and there's a lot of different dialects. And yeah. it's... I feel like you need to move to a place where you're completely immersed in it. And I wanted to do that, but now I'm old and settled. <laughs> it's too late for And us. I have a freaking boyfriend I have to lug around. So I can't uh, move to no. a random Spanish country like I want to, but it's all Will's fault. Let's blame Will. We would, but we but he won't let us, so it's his fault. <laughs> Hashtag blame Will. Hashtag blame the boyfriend. <laughs> um, okay, so back to Maria. So she kills her children in a fit of rage and then she tries to kill herself (gasps) um but right before she gets to the afterlife her entry is denied and she's doomed back (gasps) to earth so she can wander the earth and look for her lost children in purgatory oh my god ariana that's so sad (laughs) this is your folk legends ours are like there's something and it's gonna get you if you touch the hot stove it'll kill you (laughs) this isn't as bad as like german folk (laughs) legends where they're like yeah yeah. They're aggressive. They're they're just like straight up trying to scare the shit out of children is yeah. what they're doing. They're like the tailor will come and cut off your thumb. Well, cut off your thumb. This one's just sad. Oh, that's I is know, that the really whole story? Sad. It's just she's looking around for her children. Pretty much. She just oh, roams God. around on earth in purgatory, not really dead, but not really alive, and she's crying out for her children and wailing. Um and that's why she's called La Llorona, the weeping La Llorona. woman. That's devastating i'm sad this isn't based on like a true story right this is just a ghost i don't i'm not completely sure i mean it's an urban legend so i don't think they have like a specific you know thing that they know it's based on but it's generations and generations of mexican children have grown up afraid of this urban legend (laughs) oh Um, so she like people can see her like she like walks around yeah like Like, people will report 
like in Mexico or like people of Mexican descent that live in like Texas or California will report sightings of her. Um, and they'll kind of report usually that she's around, you know, floating over or near a river and she's in like a white funeral gown and she's looking for her drowned children. And in some versions, she steals or attacks children or cheating husbands, which I find hilarious. Yeah, she's like a vengeful. Yeah, when are we going to turn that rage on the men is what we're wondering. <laughs> exactly. Um, but before she attacks, you hear her crying, which means <gasps> oh you need God. to run away before she'll get you. And there's also this part of the legend that's like, if you hear her close to you, that means she's actually far away. And if you hear her far away, that means she's actually close to you. That's really scary. It's fucking creepy. I wish I had thought of that. That's so scary. That's good. I know. It's a good one. Yeah. Because it's like you hear her close to you and you're just like, I guess I'll just, you know, freeze and not move because that means she's far away. Or you hear like a far off in the distance, someone screaming. You're like, oh, fuck. This means you should just run regardless. (laughs) Just get out of there. Just leave. (laughs) All right. So now I'm going to tell you how I learned about this. So I didn't know about this from my childhood. This isn't something my dad used to scare me when I was little um, with. <laughs> he used other <laughs> to fuck with me as a child. But um, I actually first learned about this many years ago when I first went to Halloween Horror Nights because um, they had a La Llorona house. That was pretty what? epic. Was it like based on their movie? Because there is a movie, right? I'm not making that up. There is a movie. It came out in 2019. There's also one from 2013. And we'll talk a little bit more about those too. But I think the probably it's been, you know, become more popularized in the last few years in like the late 2000s. Um, and so people are a little bit more aware of it. So I think that's why they decided to dedicate a house to it. But that's obviously the Mexican dark aesthetic is so powerful and it attracts a lot of people because it is really beautiful usually and the house was gorgeous it was like you know you saw this house yeah it was at Halloween Horror Nights it was like the first year I went which I don't remember what year that was no I think I went when I was in high school with my parents um for the first time so that probably was I don't know early 2010s what did it look Um, like it was gorgeous. It was like they had, first of all, it was kind of creepy because like my grandparents live in a house in LA. They're both deceased now, but, um, we would go visit them when they were, um, alive and their house is like a house that my grandpa actually, he didn't build the full house, but he like built a whole addition onto it. And it's like very low key and decorated, like very old school Mexican. And so there's like you know, beautiful pottery and beautiful colors. And the house at Halloween Horror Nights was very similar. Like there were rooms, like the house, the haunted house itself was meant to represent a house in certain parts. And it looked like a very traditional Mexican kitchen and things like that. And it creeped me out because it looked exactly like my parent or my grandparents' house. This is my grandparents' house. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And the best part though, they had like a chapel that was like day of the dead decorated, like candles lit only by candles there were like mummy type like women all wearing white with like white veils over their heads sitting in the pews of the chapel (gasps) and you don't know if they're like dolls or if they're like actual scare actors so you're like walking by like holy fuck and I just remember that part was so cool and then the best part which was like the climax of the house was this like 
five by six foot across, like he- like paper mache sculpted head of a woman that kind of looked like um, you're familiar with Momo, the creepy pasta Momo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it looked like that, and That's it would like awful. go into the wall, <laughs> and it was over the bed of like a child because like the the urban legend is like she kills children or steals children or whatever. So a lot of it was oh, like children she steals focused. Them. Yeah, because she's, like, trying to replace the kids she murdered. That's sad. <laughs> and so this head is, like, in the wall above the kid's bed. And then as you walk by, like, obviously it's, like, on a timer. And it pops out at you. And it, like, comes out at you as you walk by. <laughs> and it was so fucking cool. And they also had, like, animatronic half-eaten children screaming, which I know Absolutely. Kate would love. My it was favorite. hilarious. <laughs> awesome. That's yeah. incredible. It was so fucking cool. I actually like came home and I watched a video about how they made the house because I thought it was so epic. That's so, I hate that you didn't go this year because they had the Chupacabra house. Yeah. It was, it sounds very similar to what you were describing, like very like traditional Mexican decor. Um, Oh, that's awesome. And a lot of really beautiful Mexican masks and then like giant paper mache chupacabras so yes oh my god I bet that was fucking freaky it was it was pretty awesome but that one La Garona sounds pretty fucking dope too it's very scary very cool you know scary crying woman wearing a veil trope um yeah the woman in white yeah exactly um Mm -hmm. there's so many movies based on this like I said you know there's one from 2013 um But the original movie came out in 1933 in Mexico, um, and it was called... Whoa, that is an old movie. La Llorona, yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's like hundreds of years old. It's from colonial times. It's like an urban legend, so like one of the OG horror movies, um... Mexicans created it in, in the 30s. That's amazing. I did not know that. I kind of want to research it more and find out and watch it. Do you think it, we maybe, can find it? Maybe, yeah. It's probably on YouTube. And then the more recent, one of the more recent ones from 2013 is actually called Mama, which I had heard of. Have you heard of that one? Mm-mm. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Mm, no. I've heard of it. It's really cool. It's actually um, produced by uh, Guillermo del Toro, who is Mexican. <gasps> Ooh, yes. We like him. Yeah. And it has Jessica Chastain in it as the main character. Are you like a big Jessica Chastain fan? Not really, but sort of, <laughs> I guess. I mean, she's just like a recognizable human. I think she's, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she's also she's fucking beautiful. Um, Nicolaj Coster Waldo, who is Jamie Lannister. I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but for the people who do. Yes, I do. Oh, you do? I just don't watch House of Dragon. Oh, I thought you didn't watch Game of Thrones. I was team Jamie. Oh yeah, everyone's team Jamie. He's fucking yeah. Great. I was, but like, I, like I, there was a back in during Game of Thrones times, there was there was a subreddit for Game of Thrones on Reddit, and you would like pick what who you wanted to win the Game of Thrones. Oh uh, like, yeah, like five percent of the people picked Jamie, and I was one of those five percent. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lannister. I don't know if I'd want him to win the whole thing, but I think he's you know underrepresented and I wanted him to win the whole thing. And, and oh, really? I thought it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into Jamie Lannister's failed story arc or his character assassination. I'm not going to talk about that here. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about what the writers did to Jamie Lannister. Oh, Jamie. I mean, I don't know if he's a real sympathetic character being a fucking, you know, incest. You know, <laughs> you know. He loses a hand. I mean, he loses a hand saving another woman. Like, I think he's a I think he's a good guy. He's a he, he's mostly a good mostly 
Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a flawed character, but that's why people love him. Anyway, like enough him. about <laughs> Um So the the one that you're thinking of is called The Curse of La Llorona, which came out three years ago in 2018. That's what it is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I can still hear, like, they really advertised the hell out of that movie. Oh, yeah. I can still hear, like, that movie theater narrator voice. Exactly. Mispronouncing it, apparently. La Llorona! <laughs> they expected it to be really cool um and it was a James Wan movie that doesn't it surprise was me at all produced by him yeah and it's technically part of the Conjuring universe what is it really yep. mm-hmm. yeah damn yeah. is it good uh-huh. is it a good movie so I've started to watch it before I think it looks okay it has mixed reviews um the trailer's not like super you know super eye-catching or anything but I wanted to watch it because it was like part of my culture and I had seen Mm -hmm. the house and I wanted to be like you know I I wanted to be um in that part of it but it really wasn't that good it didn't like catch my attention (laughs) quick enough but I also like wasn't in the mood for that and I think it's just kind of like cookie cutter movie from the vibe I got but I mean if that's what you're into then and you're not really wanting to be that scared and you already know the urban legend and you know there's gonna be like a few scenes with like a freaky woman in white crying hell yeah but then I was reading more about it online and it seems like it gets really fucking trippy at the end and so like maybe I'll be into that because you know I love trippy shit you do love trippy shit (laughs) I can't believe you didn't even finish it I know I've never I usually will like watch to the end regardless but I was like 20 minutes in and I was like nah but this was like <laughs> nah. multiple years ago I might try it again now that I like actually did the research and I'm a little bit more up to date with this yeah maybe you'll like have more of like an affinity for it yeah yeah but the main character is Linda Cardellini who <gasps> what do you know who that is Kate yeah of course I know who Linda Cardellini your favorite is. I literally wrote Kate's favorite character Velma I love Velma. I'm obsessed with Velma. She's my absolute favorite. I love her to death. (laughs) Favorite character. Oh, and I love Linda Cardellini. Oh my God, an icon. She's in this movie. She's in this movie. And also, remember during our our discussion of Malignant, when I said there's a nurse who plays a main role in another James Wan movie, one of the nurses from the beginning of Malignant is like the secondary character. Like the premise is like, there's a woman and she has two kids and like she's trying to defend her children against La Llorona who's coming to like steal her kids and the woman who's like yeah the woman who's like defending her kids is the the nurse character from Malignant which I thought it was so it's just weird to see like someone who you recognize in a main role playing like a role that has like a literal five cent like five word sentence line and that's it it's super weird it's like Okay. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. I had that moment with, with um, one of Mike Flanagan's movies recently. Yeah. I was watching his new, what's it called? Midnight Club. Yeah. I'm not recommending it just as a, as an, as an aside, I watched Midnight Club. I watched an episode of it and I had to stop because I hated it so wow. much. I have a problem with mediocre um, teen actors. I have a big problem with that. Yeah. But the main character from <laughs> Midnight Mass. Don't watch Twilight. Oh, no, no, no. That Twilight's different. <laughs> that's, t- that's completely different. <laughs> that's completely different. But um, yeah, th- the main character from Midnight Mass is like a random, like a butler or something. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, that's weird. It's so weird. It's, I'm like, that's disrespectful. <laughs> See, that's how I feel about it, too. It's like it's like I get that you're like, you know, Mike Flanagan trying to keep everyone the same, but you have to like keep them at the same level in regards to, you know, 
how a, much of a main character they are. It just, it's, it does feel disrespectful. I don't know. <laughs> you just want like American Horror Story, like here are the same seven actors. Exactly. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it's a if you guys have watched it and I mean, I feel like you guys know my vibe now, but if you feel like I would like it, please let me know or if you feel like Kate would like it and you've seen it, let us know, but I think I'm going to watch it anyway just because of what I was reading on the internet. It seems like it gets trippy at the end, which I would enjoy. So, I'll just have to stick it out. You have very little patience for slow burns mediocrity. that are yeah, 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 like mediocre slow burns. Even yeah. if they have something really powerful at the end, like, you will just check out. Yeah. Versus it's if it's, true. like, really sinister, like, really scary and fucked up slow burns, that's, like, all you want. Yeah. Well, I want something to surprise me. I don't want something that I'm expecting. Like, I want something to really catch my attention and fuck with me. Otherwise, I'm not. Have you seen The Lighthouse yet? Yeah, I've seen it. Good okay, shit. Good. I love just it. Just making sure. Good shit. Good shit. The Lighthouse was also a very slow burn, obviously. But yes. The, like, but it was a different kind of slow burn, right? And, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Isn't that A24 as well? Yeah, very much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I love A24. So I and was I, like, and it has still both of my it. boyfriends in it. Two actors, <laughs> and they're both my boyfriend. You cannot claim to like Willem Dafoe and then refuse to watch Antichrist. I just don't want to see him like that. I like him as like the Capital One demon on <laughs> his commercials. He's the nice guy in Antichrist. Like, he's not. Is he? The, yeah, I mean, he's um like it's I, I don't want to give too much away, but he's not like the evil one in Antichrist. If you guys are not following, we have been um, <laughs> back and forth almost covering the Antichrist and it keeps almost winning horror polls and then it doesn't. And it's on a poll right now. You guys know if it won or not. I don't. Oh, wait, is that poll closed? No, it's not close. I extended it a little bit more because okay. we have a little bit it was more so time. close. OK, OK. Yeah. Well, right now there's an active poll and it's just antichrist or killer clowns from outer space <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like a final will showdown. kate enjoy this no <laughs> do you want to hear is she kate gonna have a freak good out time? for good reasons or bad reasons <laughs> you want to have a good time or a bad time that's right yeah <laughs> happy freak out or bad freak out those are the two emotions that i have no there's too much hype over it. Like, I mean, I told Kate, like, I watched Antichrist a few years ago, and I don't remember it being so bad that she would, like, absolutely hate it. So if any of you are like, I need to protect Kate, like, I don't think it'll be that bad for her. So just go for it anyway. <laughs> You're like, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. It's fine. I mean, her own father texted her, right? He texted you? Uh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna tell them that whenever we do the episode. I want to tell them. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, if we do it, but yeah. Uh-huh. Regardless. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the last thing I'm going to do for this episode, I actually went on Reddit, and I found a story that someone posted that happened to them where they <gasps> were in a situation where they think they came into contact with La Llorona. Oh, Llorona? So encounter? This- <laughs> an encounter? It was an encounter. Oh. I don't know if... This is, you know, like a creepypasta didn't actually happen, but it seems like a real story. So I'm going to read it to you guys as he wrote it, and it. we can all um, decide whether or not this is a real story or not. So I love it. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to start from the beginning. Again, I did not write this. Um, so it starts off, quote, I am, an, I am not as an experienced writer as many of the others on here, but I'll give it my best. This happened to my ex-wife and I. What subreddit is this? Oh, I don't know. I'm not a huge Reddit person. Because oh, okay. if it's like r slash creepypasta. <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay, know. What I'll just pretend means. it's like r slash 
true stories it really happened okay okay (laughs) (laughs) happened IRL (laughs) IRL I'm ready I'm invested (laughs) it was during the summer when my family decided that we should all take a trip to Mexico to visit family I was about to join the Marine Corps so my mom wanted me to go see my family just in case something bad were to happen oh that's sad oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, so he drank. No. So I forgot about that part. Yes. And his mom's like, "Wait, you might die. You might <laughs> go die. See go see your family. I mean, it's fair. Go say it's your fair. goodbyes. That's yeah. fucked, mom. That's so yeah. fucked up. <laughs> That's like Mexican family for real, though. They're like, what's important? Being real with you and seeing your family. And seeing your family. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> At the time, I was with my pregnant girlfriend who would later become my wife and then ex-wife. Since oh, she was pregnant. <laughs> I know. Roller coaster of emotions. Whoa. Since she was pregnant, I didn't want to leave her alone. So I bought her a ticket so she could come with as well. Her being Caucasian with blonde hair and hazel eyes made everyone around my gran- grandma's house curious and a lot of our extended family come to see the beautiful American girl. Wait, I That's thought there cute. were a decent amount of Mexicans with blonde hair. Um, I don't think it's blonde, but there are like green-eyed Mexicans. Um, like there are a lot of people in my family that have like green or blue eyes, but blonde hair, I feel like not as much. Are you sure? You might be thinking of Brazil, but I think there's a lot Maybe. of blondes. There's a lot of blondes in all cultures, but it's not mm-hmm. a common thing. I would say. Okay. Um, so that part was cute because it made me think of my mom because my mom's super white. And my dad's not. <laughs> Everyone come look at the white lady. It's cute. This happened to my dad. This is my dad's story. LOL, JK. <laughs> LOL. That's you. <laughs> this is me. That's you. <laughs> so after greeting everyone, we all started to talk about what had been going on since we left. My girlfriend was sitting next to me, having me translate part of the conversation. One of my aunts who knew I was into the paranormal brought up the subject of La Llorona, a.k.a. the Wailing Woman. My mom quickly turned to my aunt, told my aunt to shut up since she knew it would get (laughs) me both interested and scared, but I was able to push my aunt (laughs) into keep going. That's going to be you as an aunt. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I was able to push my aunt to keep going because I was going to be a Marine after all, and I couldn't let a silly myth scare me. (laughs) I love it. This guy is my vibe. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's definitely not a Marine, and I love it so much. I just went to go say goodbye to my family, and I knew I needed to be tough because I'm going. I'm going to go in the Marines. I'm going to. So I listened to a scary story, even though it was very scary. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, some guys seem tough, and then they're like afraid of horror movies, and we all know that's true. Not you guys. You guys are. uh, You guys are badass. You guys are cool. (laughs) You guys are different. Um, She proceeded to tell us about how, whenever she would sleep over at my grandma's house, at which we were currently. She would stay up late and she could hear her wails, the wails of La Llorona. My mom rolled her eyes and jokingly pushed my aunt. The subject died from there since one of my other aunts started to talk about her son. (laughs) Seeing seeing how serious everyone had gotten for a brief moment, my girlfriend nudged me and asked what we were talking about. I told her about the myth of the wailing woman and how she drowned her children in a river and was destined to walk along all the rivers of Mexico <laughs> looking for her dead children. <laughs> just, I just, this poor pregnant blonde I girl know. is like, the fuck? Oh my God. Can you imagine <laughs> being in a conversation and they're speaking a different language and then everyone gets really quiet and then you're like, what'd they say? Oh, they're just talking about this 
horrifying thing. This horrifying urban legend about a mother and also you're pregnant. And, and also you're pregnant. No, it's no big deal. But this yeah, is what we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She, of course, laughed, not really buying any of my paranormal stories. So obviously this girl didn't give a fuck. No. No. Um, so that night, my parents decided that my girlfriend and I should stay at our old house where I'd grown up since both we both were adults and needed our own space. LOL. She was already pregnant. Whatever. They <laughs> we need our own space. Because <laughs> we're adults yeah. and we need our own space. <laughs> You're already pregnant. Literally. She's already pregnant. It's fine. Gonna get They've already fucked. pregnant. <laughs> we're already there. Um, the house was currently being worked on, so the bedrooms had no doors or working lights. The only doors the house had were the ones that led to the outside. They were fairly new, but they were your standard metal flimsy doors that kick or punch and it would make a rattle through the house. I love that he's describing the doors. Classic. I, I appreciate it. I feel like I have a really good vivid description of it, only the doors in the house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Inside, we had to use a candle and character. a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Inside, we had to use a candle and a flashlight for our light source. I remember even we had to even use a bed sheet as a temporary door to give our room a little bit more privacy, even though it was only us two in the house. Wait, it was only them in the whole house? Yeah, they stayed in, like, their parents' old house to have privacy from the rest oh. of the family, is what he said. Oh, I understand. I yeah. understand. So okay. it's just them in the house. Um, plus, there's no, like, working lights in the house, and it's under construction. So. Why would you go stay in that house? That's what I said. I'm like, They really no value their lights. privacy, man. I was going to say, like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go stay like... in the shanty out back. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to take my pregnant wife to a house that has no power. That's a good point. I'm going to take her out of this house that has power into one that doesn't. <laughs> and is also under construction and has no doors. And has punchable doors that rattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kickable, punchable doors. <laughs> silly i just right. love that at the beginning of this you're like i'm not sure if this is a creepy pasta <laughs> doesn't it seem like it's a creepy pasta i'm waiting for blood to come out of someone's eyes that's how you yes. know it's really a creepy pasta <laughs> when blood comes out of someone's eyes it's good stuff good stuff <laughs> um as the night went on my girlfriend and i stayed up late talking and eventually fell asleep i don't know what time exactly but something woke me up i didn't have a cell phone and my watch at the time was really cheap so i wasn't able to tell what time it was i'm like uh you have a watch you couldn't tell what time it is maybe it doesn't light up i don't know i got it i got a watch it was on sale it doesn't have any hands on it but it's It's really cheap and i can't really tell time on it there are no numbers or hands but it's a deal a bargain probably what he meant was like it doesn't light up or whatever so he can't see it doesn't light up he's like if it doesn't light up i don't know what time it is i don't know what time it is So looking down, I realized my girlfriend had... Oh, this is definitely creepy positive vibes right here. Blood coming out of her eyes. <laughs> it's just like TMI, like shit like that. So he goes, looking down, I realized my girlfriend had stolen the cover. So I slowly tried to steal them back. As I was debating on closing the window that was located right above our heads, I heard a long wail. Dun, dun. <gasps> dun, dun. It was a long, distorted wail. I could hear the raspiness in her voice, like as if she had been yelling for such a long time that her throat was getting ready to give out. (gasps) (gasps) But what confused me was that her wail sounded as if it were being played through an old gramophone. Well, that's very creepy for no reason. I I love it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know if it was the scratchiness of her voice or what exactly, but it sounded like a creepy record playing over and over. 
Okay, this is the creepy pasta of creepy pastas. <laughs> Let me just say, there's like this, there's like this genetic thing that happens in Mexicans where you have like an especially raspy voice, and I'm pretty sure my dad has it too because his voice is like very unique. But like when I was younger, when I was like literally a, like a three year old, my voice sounded like a smoker's voice, <laughs> as like a three year old. So it's like extra weird and creepy. But I wonder, like this just made me think about like maybe she's just how Mexican voices maybe, are. Like yeah, don't be racist. She's Mexican. It's <laughs> what she sounds like. Her voice is just raspy. It's just Ugh. raspy. All it's right. sexy. Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, she's got a. <laughs> Sexy, raspy voice. Sexy ghost. (laughs) So she was wailing her trademark, I, mis hijos, (laughs) or oh, my children. That was a wail that made her infamous, not just in the paranormal community, but with most people living in rural parts of Mexico. How do you wail that? Can you wail that for me? I'm definitely not. Can you give us a wail? (laughs) Ariana, give us a wail. I, mis hijos. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a will. Now but. we got to play it through a gramophone. So if you could just get a gramophone. I, mis hijos. That was good. <laughs> Yay. Very spooky. Raspy voice for you. There. Raspy voice. Yeah, if I did it, it wouldn't be that scary. Okay, I want you to do it now. I, mis hijos. Oh, my God. Really the listeners loud. are like turning down their volume quickly. Like, that's how you wail. Are bleeding. <laughs> that's how you wail. You got to do it loud. It's a wail. But I like yours too. I like the quiet one. I miss yours. Yeah, Mexicans don't really um, scream. They don't scream. So. Oh, no. I wouldn't fit in in that culture then. No, you wouldn't. No, no. that's for sure. <laughs> um, my girlfriend started to stir it and woke up. I don't remember if I was. I don't remember if I woke her up on purpose, but either way, it was a dick move of me to do that so that she would also hear the wails. He wrote dick move. Also, as I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's creepypasta, whatever. It's a dick move. It's a dick move because now she's going to hear the wails. Okay, if if you guys are unfamiliar with creepypastas, first of all, definitely go listen to all of our creepypasta episodes. We've done the Russian sleep experiment and... um, Sonic the Hedgehog and Jeff the mm-hmm. Killer. Um, and th- there's some trademarks of creepypastas. They're all written very... This one's actually the best written creepypasta I've heard in a while. Because yeah. like, you're not a 12-year-old writing it. But you're also you're an adult. not an adult. <laughs> but there's definitely... like There's just details that are not important to the story at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like amateur writing, you know. But it's like cute and fun. We it's like it. so cute and fun and I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was both excited and scared shitless at the same time. A cold chill traveling down my spine just reinforced my fear. The wails grew louder and it making it seem like as if she were slowly heading towards us. Ooh, that means she's heading away from you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, side note, there's a myth that if you hear the wails close, she's actually far away. But if you hear them far, she might actually be somewhere near you. Better writing would be to not say side note and to just side say note. that in the story earlier. <laughs> Giving, yeah, maybe just a little more exposition, like when you're telling the story of La Llorona. Like, <laughs> is it like in parentheses, like, by the way? No, it just like is its own paragraph. It just says side note. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Yes. Um, Ooh, my forgot girlfriend to mention this earlier, and I'm not going to go back, so I'm just going to write it here. <laughs> That's yeah, another trademark of creepypastas. One it's draft just like, and go. 
train of thought just like in publish word vomit love (laughs) it don't look back we're here for it post don't even reread it (laughs) my girlfriend asked me with a half smile what the hell is that thinking I had asked my aunt smiling thinking I had asked my aunts to scare us so she thought it was a joke she's taking it very well yeah she's like there's no way this is real imagine being pregnant in a house with scary rattling doors you hear a wailing and you're like lol this girl is like so chill though yeah way too chill (laughs) she's she's coming for your babies pay attention (laughs) pay attention she's like chilling she's like i'm just gonna like go to mexico and just like stay in a shitty house and like light candles and then like no no, 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 no. Get no. pranked, LOL. No, 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 no. I would have a circle of salt around me immediately. <laughs> Absolutely not. I just motioned for her to be quiet and listen. Hearing in my tone of voice, she knew that something was wrong. Another loud wail passed by, echoing inside the house. My girlfriend started shaking, terrified of what could be outside our house. Hmm. <laughs> I <Yeah>. had... <laughs> <laughs> I had my left arm under her head and I could feel the tears running from her face onto my arm. <laughs> okay, so someone's so someone's outside wailing um and crying. She first smiles and thinks that it's someone else and then she processes it immediately. He gets back in the bed, lays down with her and they just silently weep. They silently <laughs> weep. They just resign themselves to their fate. There's nothing They're that like, can All be right, done. This is it. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Each time the whale came, she would shake a little, and at the same time, I would hold her close. No, you don't get points for doing. You're the reason this is happening. You brought your pregnant wife to oh, this cursed yeah. house. He's so comforting. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna try to leave or do anything. We're just gonna. But I'm. Just gonna I'm gonna. Weep. I'm here for you, girl. <laughs> The wails eventually came to a peak where it sounded as if she was outside our window. Doing the only brave thing I knew, I pulled the covers over us and tried (laughs) to remain as still as we could. This guy is useless. This fucking Marine hides under the covers from a ghost. (laughs) This is not a Marine. Wait, wait. Okay, I will admit... When I read this yesterday, I definitely skimmed it and I did not read it <laughs> word by word. And now I'm very aware of it's being a creepy pasta. I love it so much. You're like, there's this story. It sounds pretty real to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hardcore creepy pasta written by probably a 12 year old. You're like, what? I'm like, what subreddit was this on? You're like, I have no idea. I'm like, I this is absolutely r slash creepy pasta. This is absolutely r slash no sleep. It is absolutely one of those yeah. subreddits that are stories. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love this so much. I love that they're just like silently weeping. And <laughs> the only brave thing I know, like it, it's okay. cover All himself right. with the sheet. I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> That's silently so brave. Weep. Mm. Um, this was written by a 12-year-old Mexican boy who had never gone on a date with a girl. Anyway. this is No, he has a pregnant wife. I mean, a pregnant girlfriend who becomes his wife, who becomes his ex-wife. Why the fuck is she his ex-wife? We'll never know. If this is all made up, why did she have to be her ex-wife? Oh, oh wait, whatever. she can't get killed then because, yeah, I don't know. They're not going to die because they're still alive and the guy's writing it. Wow. Unless he's okay. been a ghost the whole time. 
everyone's a ghost. You're a ghost. We're all ghosts. <laughs> That's the surprise ending. The whales eventually faded out. And just as we thought she had gone, we heard two wild dogs viciously fighting and slamming against our outside door. The dogs are body slamming the door? Random. I don't know. That's probably bad because apparently the way you've described that door, it's made of like tinfoil or something. (laughs) Yeah. Easily kicked open. Do you you guys want to stay here with my family or you want to go over there where there's some feral dogs? Um, Oh my God. You want to go over there? Okay, but the girlfriend loves it. She says, my girlfriend had grown attached to the to this stray dog that used what to walk around fuck? my grandma's farm. So while we were staying there, we would always sleep on the outside door. He would always sleep on the outside door to wait for us and greet us whenever we would come out. The <gasps> dogs, or at least what we thought were dogs, fought <gasps> for a good minute, slamming against the door, snarling and barking at one, of, one another. Then suddenly, as the fight started, as sudden as the fight started, it stopped. Cool. <laughs> We attempted to stay up for a while longer to see if we heard anything else, but eventually sleep took over us. They just went to sleep? They were like, oh, it's done? All right, good night. Are you serious right now? Yeah, sleep took over them. (laughs) The following morning, we talked about what had happened. We walked outside to meet our stray dog, but he was gone. All that was left was stirred up dirt from the fight that had happened the night before. We never got to see that dog the rest of the trip. He would usually come home, come around, but we told ourselves that maybe he found a place with better owners who could feed him better. Okay, what the fuck? This is a Marine who's writing this? Oh, God. Who is there? I should have read this better. I should have fucking read this (laughs) instead of skimming it. Okay. Oh, God. Ariana's like, this is this really, really beautifully, beautifully written, compelling Ah! narrative. This, this narrative, it totally could have happened. This is a surprise creepypasta for you. I love a surprise creepypasta. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. This all happened around 2008 and still what? on to... This all happened around 2008 and still on to today. Whenever I pick up my daughter, I would ask my ex about what happened in Mexico, but she didn't like talking about it. I haven't been to Mexico ever since. And I don't want to start anything political. But California was part of Mexico, and there have been rumors that some people around Tijuana and Southern California have heard the wails of a woman. The end. (laughs) (laughs) This was written by... By a Marine? Chirio Martinez. Chirio Martinez wrote this. Sergeant in the Marine Corps. Just kidding. I don't know what his title is. Sergeant. We don't know the title. Corporal. Corporal Cheerio. Martin. Well done. Well done. Guys, I'm sorry. I thought this was a story. I didn't really read the details. I just, I saw there was a creepy part. I was like, this is going to be great. It's a fucking. That's the best way to read creepypasta. So I'm so glad that happened. The best way to read it is completely blind and with a microphone in front of you. That's how all creepypastas should be read. God, that's so I hope you guys like creepypastas because. We there need to go. write a creepy pasta. <laughs> we need to do this. I can do it. We'll have to get like really drunk so it's like super poorly so it's written. Like, yeah, so extra there's bad grammar. Immature. Yeah, run on sentences. Yeah. We just add a dog in the last bit. 
I definitely fixed a lot of the grammar mistakes as I was reading. No, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to read the grammar mistakes. <laughs> some of them I some of them I still had to read because I didn't catch them quick enough, but some of them I fixed. So there was a lot more mistakes in there. <laughs> yeah, if you ever hear us stumbling over a creepypasta, I promise we know how to read. These people just don't know how to write. <laughs> These people have typos and These it's children, just not it's hard youths. to read. Yeah, I love. I just love the like the extra detail that like he divorces this woman. Like we meet her and he's like, For "Don't no get reason. attached." <laughs> why do we need? Why do we need you to? Th- it could have been the same story if he had still been with this woman. I love that they told us what year it was at the end of the story for some reason. Yes, <laughs> They're like this was in two thousand eight. I'm like, oh, okay. I like the uh, dogs. He's like, yes. and then some dogs happen. <laughs> yeah, the dogs were irrelevant. I don't understand how the dogs were related at all. No, they're not. It's fabulous, though. Isn't it great? Uh, Kate loves a good creepypasta. I love a good creepypasta. I love a good, good urban legend. I love everything about this. This has been <laughs> fabulous. This has been. This is my shit. Love it. Yes, love it. All right. Well, now you guys know about La Llorona, and now if you hear a crying woman, no, 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 you have to do the whale. No, I can't do it. <laughs> so if you guys hear, if you guys hear a crying woman and she sounds like she's over your shoulder. She's probably far away, so just stay still and let it pass. But if you hear a crying woman far away, she's right next to you. Probably behind That's you. That's so scary. Stop it. Don't say that. I wonder if they do that in the movie because I bet that's really effective. You watched the movie, Ariana. I watched the first 10 minutes and then I saw Okay, so here's the, here's the thing that I've learned about Ariana today. If she said she watched something or read something, it means she <laughs> did about 5 to 10% of it. <laughs> I have a little attention span. I'm like, I'm like, you need to come at me with some interesting shit. Otherwise, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to pay attention. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. Now you guys know about this urban legend from Mexico, Yay. my culture, La Llorona, Weeping Woman. The Weeping Woman. <laughs> I love this. I love sharing things from our culture. That's so fun. And if you guys, yeah. club members, if you have cool ghost stories from your culture that we haven't talked about, Right, right in. We love talking about this stuff. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub yes. at gmail.com. And also, if you enjoyed this show, which I'm hoping you did because you're still here and we've been just talking absolute nonsense <laughs> about this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Have, you've been having a good time with us. If you guys are having a good time, you like being in the club, please write us a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. It makes a big difference. So thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much for sticking it to the end. (laughs) All the way to the end. Yeah. (laughs) Well, until next time, you guys, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy.